Number 15, Washington Post. Next week, number 14, 13, 12, 10, 7, P, 1, New York Times. Made it to number one, stayed on there for three and one half years. At one point, we had number one, chicken soup for the soul. Number two in the New York Times was a second helping of chicken soup for the soul. I have a Guinness Book of World Records with Mark. We had seven chicken soup books on the New York Times list on the same day. Now, here's the deal. I'm not telling that to you to impress you, but to impress upon you, never, ever give up on your dreams. Never. Bernie's been dreaming about getting the stuff into schools for years, working his butt off, and now it's happening. What if he'd have given up after five years and said, well, five years, I've given it my best shot. It wouldn't happen. If we'd given up after 100 publishers said no, I wouldn't be standing here today. You'd never heard of me. I wouldn't be living in a $6 million home. None of that would be happening. And as a result of all that, got to be in the secret, got to reach 300 million people around the world, et cetera, et cetera. Everything builds on everything else. You'd never, ever, ever give up. Sometimes you re-vector, you add new people to the team, you change direction a little bit, you go around some things that are blocked, but don't give up on the dream. I really believe that the universe is a huge test. It's a school, and it's a test. And if success was easy, everyone would have it overnight. But if you stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. I decided I wanted to be a millionaire in 1969. It was 19, close to 1980 before it happened. But I became a millionaire, multi-millionaire. I'm now doing deals every day that are in tens of millions of dollars to our company. And that wasn't true even when Sick and Super Dissol came out. I was making 140,000 net profit on a $400,000 gross of a business I was running doing trainings. And here I am today, you know, a world celebrity in the training world. And if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. A friend of mine said a, a phrase the other day, he said, speed, he said, success, at the speed of balance. That's a weird phrase. I'm not sure I still know what it means. But the point is this. What, what I see happening with a lot of people with the law of attraction is they declare a goal. Going to be a millionaire. Always pick round numbers. Just millionaire, one year. You know, it's easy, convenient. You can do that, especially today with the internet. Mark and I have a student who made $10 million in one year selling pool tables on eBay. He sold a pool table for his grandfather, made $600, sold it in a day. He said, wow, this is pretty cool. Where do I get another pool table? And he started finding them wherever he could. People had pool tables that just had clothes stacked up on them in their garages they weren't using. And eventually, he said, I'm going to import pool tables. And he started importing them from China. He was selling them so fast at such a good fee, made $10 million, never graduated college. So can you do that? Yes. Yes, you can. Another friend of mine, Chad Pergracki, who I met when we were both getting honorary doctorates out at St. Ambrose University in Davenport, Iowa, is a kid, never graduated from college. He's a high school graduate, blue-collar worker, decided he wanted to clean up the Mississippi River. Not the chemicals, but the crap that people throw in, like, you know, beer cans and coolers and oil drums and refrigerators and even cars they pulled out of that river. And he said, I'm going to clean it up. And he went out there and he started. He had a boat, 18-foot boat, and he just wanted all the trash. He didn't want to see the trash from his house, which was on the river. And he started cleaning it up. And eventually they hit a problem. There was a refrigerator, and they couldn't lift it up into their little boat, just an outboard motorboat. And so they said, we need a barge, and we need a crane. We don't have any money. We're kids that, you know, graduate high school. What do we know? He said, we need to go find some money. He said, who has money? Corporations have money. He says, cool, let's call a corporation. Where do we find a corporation? 
said, I don't know, let's look at the yellow pages. First corporation, Alcoa, right? A. So they called up Alcoa, and this young man said, can I speak to the head guy? <laughs> and the receptionist said, do you mean the CEO? He says, what's a CEO? He says, chief executive officer. Does he run the place? Yeah, he does, that's who I'd like to speak to. So they put him through the CEO's office, and of course he got answered, the phone was answered by his personal assistant, executive assistant. She said, can I help you? He said, yeah, I'd like to speak to the CEO. And he said, about what? She said, I'm trying to clean up the Mississippi River. Well, what is it you want from us? I need some money. How much? $25,000. We can get a used barge and a used crane, and we'll be able to do more work. Now, she was so impressed by his naivete and his purity of consciousness. There was no guile. There wasn't anything in it for him other than the service he was trying to do. She actually got him $5,000. Now he's pretty much reinforced, motivated. What's he do? They go down to the next one. Anheuser-Busch. Let's call them. <laughs> He's a quick study.